When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe to the John Com Report wherever you get your podcast. You're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. You know the deal by now. You can find us there as part of Empire Media. That's A-M-P-I-R-E. You know that as well. Today, I'm joined by Washington receiver Jahan Dotson. Panini America is hosting Dotson along with several other NFL rookies as they as they sign their most in-demand rookie trading cards. You can get these cards at Walmart, Target, hobby stores, wherever. Anyways, so I talked to Dotson a little bit about that, but a lot about his rookie season, what he learned, why he likes Sam Howell, some of the things that he saw from Howell in that last game. Did it surprise him? Here's a hint. It did not. And also, what again, what are some of the plays that 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 Howell made that really kind of helped him get some extra yards after the catch? So we get into all that. So stay tuned for that. Give me a couple minutes. I want to just kind of run over a couple uh, coaching uh, issues or or decisions or whatever you want to call it. So let's take a look at the offensive coordinator position. We know they've interviewed five people already. Pat Shermer, Kenny Zampezi, Charles London, Eric Studesville, Thomas Brown. They also have, and I told you the other day that, that they wanted to wait. They weren't going to make a decision this week and that they wanted to wait to see what happens in the game Sunday because there are people they're interested in who are still involved in the playoffs. And it turns out that that guy is assistant head coach, running backs coach for San Francisco, Anthony Lynn, who who has experience as a play caller. He also, one of the things that he has going for him, he's coming from a system that Rivera really likes. That matters. And he he's caught, played for a play caller that Rivera, or excuse me, he's worked for a play caller now in Kyle Shanahan, whom Rivera really, really likes and respects. And they, they run a lot of the stuff that they want to see here, especially like how do you get Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey? Well, you can transfer that to Curtis Samuel and Anthony Gibson, Jahan Dodson. How do you get those guys the ball in very favorable positions to do something with it after the catch? That's what they want to see more of here this year. So where the system, where the system he's coming from matters. And, and so that's why I think Lynn is the guy that they are interested in. I was told they have not yet put in the formal request for for Lynn, but that is just a, really a formality. Um, that's something that would happen. But again, it's, they're going to wait until they don't want it. They didn't want it. They don't want anything to happen before the 49ers are either eliminated or certainly before Sunday's game. So that's why they're in a wait and see what happens with him. I don't know if anybody else in the live in the playoffs is still on the radar, but Anthony Lynn certainly is. As far as Chris Harris, their secondary coach who is leaving to either go join Tennessee as an assistant head coach in charge of the secondary or to be, go become a defensive coordinator somewhere else. I was told that they're going to replace Harris from within. 
One reason why they, they clearly they liked him as a coach, but what they didn't want to do is they have three guys who really worked with that secondary, and Harris is one of them, and they want to kind of keep them at the same levels. So Harris was in charge of the corners and as well as the third down coverages. You had Richard Rogers, who was in charge of the safeties. Then he was also in charge of, and I wrote this down, um, he was in charge of first and second downs and play action. Then you had Brett Vesselmeyer, who was in charge of the nickels, as well as the red zone stuff. And you have a defensive quality control coach in Christian Garcia, who did a lot of the, who did the two minute stuff as well. So it might, like I said, they'll promote, they'll pro promote from within. And if that's the case, look for Garcia um, to have a perhaps end up in that position. Um, if they do indeed stay with that mindset about promoting from within, because I think that, that Garcia is a guy that they really like as an up and comer um, as a coach. So there you go. That that's so that that's why they're going to go that route. Anyway, that's it for the coaching stuff. Not, nothing more to add. So let's get to my conversation with Washington receiver, Jahan Dotson. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, don't worry. You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg. Add up to 100%. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KIME, K-E-I-M. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KIME. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Jahan, appreciate you joining me. And I'm going to get to your work for Panini in a few minutes. I want to start off, though, with just you kind of taking a look back. You've had a few weeks now to look back at your rookie season. What kind of things stand out to you when you look back on your season? Yeah, you know, um, it was a big learning experience. I, I keep telling everyone, you know, um, going into the season, I never expected to get hurt. Um, but I feel like, you know, God works in mysterious ways, and I was super thankful just to have the opportunity to be able to take a step back away from the game, and and it made me really appreciate the game even more, um, and just my level of understanding for for what we're doing, trying to accomplish as an offense, uh, definitely enhanced, um, and it, it was why I was able to just finish the season on a on a good note. And you talk about your deepening your appreciation of the game, like how so? What what did it when you're sitting out like that? What does it make you realize? 
Yeah, um, it makes you realize, like, you know, I, I really dived into to what the quarterbacks were doing on each and every play and how much timing in the NFL really means a lot. You know, in college, you know, you have your quarterback pretty much waiting for you all the time. Right. Um, and, and the NFL, you, you can't do that. You know, guys are rushing the passers, some of the most athletic guys in the world. Um, and that you're you're on a, you're on a clock just like that every single play. Um, and I've really figured that out a little bit. Um, and really just knowing the spots that I need to get to on on each and every play to to make sure that I'm putting my myself and the team in the best situation. When did you? Because you came in very savvy in the spring. You could see your savviness as a route runner and all that. You could see it in the summertime going up against Kendall and all that. There's some routes in particular I remember. But when did you see that part of it? Because that is another, that's a different layer to what you have. Was it when you were playing or was it when you when you got hurt and you were sitting out? Yeah, uh, I really, I, I've always been a pretty pretty savvy receiver, right. um, knowing how to just find little little weak spots in the defense. But um, as I got to sit out and, and really sit back and watch practice, uh, watch guys like Terry, um, Curtis, watch those guys really practice every day, and then what they were doing on Sundays, how they were making it translate every single time, especially Terry, you know, he's, he's one of the guys that I, I really look up to, you know, he, the way he practices is the way he's going to play on Sunday. And it's very hard. He's going to get to the spot. He's going to make the play every single time. So um, that, that was something I really, I really sat back and was able to, to really watch. Cause usually when I'm on the field with him, I can't see what he's doing step by step. So um, being able to sit back and, and really watch that was, was definitely pretty cool. And I feel like it, it kind of clicked for me. Uh, towards the end of the year, the the last stretch, um, where I really realized that, you know, timing is is an essence. Um, you got to be on time just to give the quarterback a shot. Do you remember any play in particular that really kind of highlighted where you, you know, just how you had improved in that area? Oh, um, I wouldn't say a play in particular. You know, I would just say just over time, just just watching those guys practice every day and how they were translating it to Sundays and. And watching the quarterback's footwork um, on on different different plays, you know, uh, five step drops, three step three step drops, where they want the ball to be, uh, just different coaching points like that. They're also, you know, watching you in the second half too. You do a really good job knowing how to get open, I and mean, that's where the route running comes from. But were there some other little subtle things that you picked up this year that you incorporated? Just whether it's a little head movement here, you there? I can't remember. There was a there was a go route down the left side. I think you even scored a touch on this where you kind of threw a little little head route, head fake, and the guy jumps inside a little bit. You get out, you just beat him down the sideline. But were there little subtle things like that that you were able to pick up and incorporate just from watching a Terry or anybody else? Um, those little little things that I do, uh, my route running, it's kind of just from you know my basketball background, uh, just just being athletic, um, and and kind of. I, I always say this when I'm doing releases. I kind of feel like there's a ball in my hands, uh, basketball in my hands, and I'm I'm kind of just dribbling there, uh, just trying to trying to get by the defender as fast as possible. So I would say that that's pretty much where those little subtle moves come from in my route running. I try to make it unique to me, um, but yeah, I feel like just, just watching and learning. Uh, I definitely learn from those guys a, a bunch, um, and the, the things that they do well, I'm, I'm trying to implement in my game. Can you tell when guys use basketball moves out there? Because I asked that because like when Jordan Reed was here at tight end, you could see he used a crossover move right away. You could see that, like the move, the yeah. footwork and all that. Can you tell when you when you watch other receivers? Do you know like they're incorporating basketball moves like like that? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, 
there was a crazy clip of uh, Stefan Diggs a couple of years ago using a like a in and out crossover uh, behind the back. Uh, and it, it's it's pretty cool to see that, you know, coming from a basketball background like I have myself. Um, and, and just seeing how you can use that on Sundays and in, in the game against professionals, um, and it works. So um, it's definitely pretty cool to see guys in, around the league doing stuff like that. What else did you learn about the NFL? Whether you know you talk about being on time with that, but are there any any other parts to the NFL that you learned? Whether it's the meetings and in, in the meetings or or anything else? Yeah, I feel like I, I learned very fast that it, it's more mental than it is physical. Um, the what practice is, you, you know, we, we are in meetings about 60, 70% of the day. And then you're practicing about an hour a day. You're not, you're not on the field a bunch, you know, it's way different from college. Whereas though you're lifting, practicing all the time, uh, year round. So it's very much different in that aspect. Um, you just have to, have to be very mentally tough. Um, and I, I feel like I was, I was able to do that this year and, being physically tough is something that just comes with it. You also you get a chance to show your run the ability to run after the catch. And were there some of those plays that stood out to you? And even in the last game, you had two of those the yak after you know yak, and then also the Giants game, the game tying touchdown. I think was one that probably maybe highlights a lot of what you can do because the way you got open and then the run after the catch. Is there right? How much of a strength of that is your of that is is that to your game and how much can you build on that going in the future? Yeah, I feel like that is definitely a strength in my game. Um, I feel like I can be very dangerous with the ball in my hands. Uh, I always, I always want the ball in my hands. So, you know, got to make a play when, when I get that opportunity. But um, I feel like that's definitely something I can improve on uh, going forward. Just putting different things in my bag, uh, different things in my arsenal that I can go to uh, when I'm in the open field. Like what? What kind of things can you do there? Is it just? Is it a matter of how you're, you know, maybe a, a spin a certain way, or how do you build on that? How do you get better at that? Um, I, I would say in the off season, kind of when you're running routes, um, when you're going against air, making sure that you're you're not just running the route, catching the ball, going back to the quarterback. You know, you're you're emulating those moves on air. Uh, so that it, it kind of comes second nature when you're in practice or you're in the game and, and those moves, it, you, you've been there before. You, you know what you're doing because uh, that, that's really all it is, muscle memory. Uh, that spin move against the Giants, I couldn't do that if I tried, you know. It, it was it was something that my body just told me to do. Uh, so I feel like your body kind of just takes over in moments like that and you, know, you just make it happen. And by the way, on that on that one, you also threw a hesitation move at him too. Right, right. Going back to the basketball stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, what what are your plans then for the offseason? What you know, in terms of working out, do you have plans to work out with anybody in particular? Yeah. Um, I've been talking to a lot of guys from Penn State, uh, just seeing where they're training because you know, working out with those guys, they they push me like like no one else. So I'm um, seeing where those guys are going to be training. Hopefully, uh, link up with with some of the former teammates, and then um, I'm really just trying to get my body back to 100. percent um, Gonna invest in a lot of things. Hopefully, uh, this off season to make sure that I'm in the tip top uh, shape when when the season comes around. So as we talk, you guys are looking for an offensive coordinator. Your the team is. Would it be hard to learn another offense? 
for 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 you for you know you know that would be two in two years would that be difficult um i, I don't it would definitely be a challenge but i don't feel like it would be that much difficult you know especially when i i come from penn state i had three different offensive coordinators so it's something that i'm i'm very used to i i have a lot of football knowledge um just because of the the amount of professionals i've been around and guys who who have spoken that language to me i've heard pretty much all the language you can know in, in football. So um, uh, it, it's a challenge, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know whoever whoever comes in is going to have a great, great plan for us, um, and we're, we're going to perform. And one of the things that I've heard consistently is they want to put you guys, you, Terry Curtis, in position to get more of that yak, a lot of quick, quick underneath throws. Is that something that you guys – that you feel that group that you as a group would be very good at. I mean, you've yeah. shown that too. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, getting the ball in our hands is, is something that I feel like is is a, one of the best game plans you can have. Um, especially a guy like Curtis. You know, him in the open field is very dangerous. Uh, he's very twitchy, very electric, uh, very explosive. So you know, having him, uh, we kind of just watch watching him in the film room is you kind of trying to emulate what he's doing in the open field. Cause you know, he, he makes people miss like it, like it's his job. So um, it's definitely pretty cool uh, that that was mentioned. Um, hopefully we can make that happen. And then Sam Howell, obviously, you know, end, end of the season, starting that game, did it had a nice job. What did you learn about him in that game? Um, Well, nothing that I, I didn't know already. Um, I, I knew he was, he was built for the moment. He was ready for the moment. He was just waiting his turn. Uh, and you guys finally got to see it. Uh, the world finally got to see it. Um, he, he's going to be a, a great quarterback for us. You know, um, he, he works his butt off every single day, no matter if he's third, second, or first on the depth chart. Uh, he's going to come in and put in the work and um, just extremely thankful to have him on our team. What You had a couple catches from him that got that the yards after the catch, too. What stood out about those plays? You had the one where you had the little comeback and then one, I think it was on a slant as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the the one on the 10 the yard curl, uh he, he put the ball where exactly where it needs to be. And he he's the reason I was able to turn up and get the yards after catch. You know, I, I obviously I got open, created a little bit of separation, but the ball placement is the reason I was able to turn up on the sideline and get that extra seven to 10 yards uh, for our team. Uh, that, that's huge. And then the slant across the middle, put it right on, right in stride, um, right exactly where it needed to be. Um, I was able to just create for our team. He's got a good arm, but he also seems to throw a very catchable ball. Yeah. hundred percent. You, you, so what, what, you know, what does that say about him as a quarterback? Yeah. Um, the arm talent, we, we all knew we had, you know, um, it, it was just a matter of getting in those situations. You can't really practice game like situations that much. You know, when you when you get out there, you, like I said, you, your body kind of takes over sometimes. But uh, he, he he performed very well uh, in his first start um, and led us to a to a big victory down off the season. So I'm I'm very excited for him. Last question on him that I'm going to ask you about your work for Panini. So with with Sam, then going forward, how comfortable are you? With him, if he goes, hey, if they say he's the starter. Yeah, I'm extremely comfortable with him. Uh, coming in from, what was it, rookie minicamp to to week 17, week 18, um, you know, we, we just 
grew week by week by week. I uh, didn't get a lot of reps with him during the season, but uh, in preseason he was able to get reps with us. Um, so I, I, I'm pretty familiar with with where he wants the ball, how he throws the ball, um, and I'm extremely excited for him. Like I said, you know, it's a big opportunity for him, um, and I know he's going to work his butt off just to be able to put himself in the best predicament possible. Okay. So, and what what are you doing with Panini today? Yeah. Um. So, the rookies are here. Uh, the Panini rookie closeout, um, basically just signing the the last of our rookie trading cards. And so, did you? Were you a card collector as a kid? I was not. No, I mean, you're not. No. Did you collect anything? Or you um, video. You're a video game guy. Yeah, I'm a video game guy. You know, but uh, I, I collected footballs, basketballs, uh, anything I could find. Uh, any any type of sports thing, I, I was collecting it. But uh, I, I was never really into trading cards. I was more outside, you know, playing football, playing any type of sport. But how does it? How did it feel when you see yourself on one of the Panini rookie cards? What? How does that feel? Yeah, um, it's definitely pretty cool, you know, because a lot of people buy these things. Uh, yeah. They're just a little trading card, but it's very valuable to to a lot of people. So being able to know that my signature and my picture on the on a little card can mean so much to someone is definitely pretty cool. You check it out. Are you 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 go back and read and look at the back and everything, or yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, very cool, Jahan. I appreciate your time and and good luck. You got any thoughts on the games this weekend? I don't know who I'm liking this weekend. That's tough. I, I think I'm going to go for the NFC, keep it in the NFC. I uh, hope Philly pulls it out. That, that's very hard for me to say because I do not like Philly fans. So <laughs> yes. that's very tough. <laughs> you have that. Yeah, they're 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 kind of an unruly bunch a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. but that's that's a hell of a team they got. Both both yeah, those defenses. Sure. So it should be a lot of fun. Jahan, I appreciate your time, man. Have a good offseason. Absolutely. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's it for this episode. Thanks to Jahan Dodson for joining me. And thanks to Panini America for helping line that up. And also thank you for listening. I'll be back on Monday with part two of my roundtable discussion with my three young colleagues who cover the commanders, Sam Fortier from the Washington Post, Matthew Paris from the Washington Times, and Pete Haley from NBC Sports Washington slash Monumental. That will be, well now on Monday, we'll be going over the roster, a bunch of roster decisions facing this team. Deron Payne, we talk about quarterback, we talk a lot about the offensive line, what needs to happen there. So all that stuff we're going to be talking about for Monday. So, Talk to you next time.